passions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your amazing mercy, love and grace. We thank you that it is because of who you are that you saved us, not because of who we are. I just pray this morning that as we look at your word, that you would speak truth into the hearts of each one of us, Lord. Not that it would be just a bunch of words coming from me, but that you, the God of all creation, would speak truth into the hearts of each person this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I felt a bit overwhelmed when I first started looking at this passage, because I realised there's so much in it, and it felt a bit more like um, a preaching series rather than 20 to 30 minutes. Um, I didn't really know where to start, but I'm learning very slowly to just wait on God and ask him what he wants to say. As a difficult process for me to patiently wait on God. If you know me at all, I'm a planner. Um, if you don't know, Clive and I teach fitness and martial arts. And um, if you were to ask any of the people I teach, they would probably tell you that I prepare about three hours of material for an hour's lesson. Sometimes I try to get it all in as well. Um, and so waiting on God, I find really hard. And, it, and as this week was ticking by, I was like, ah, oh, so you don't really know what you're saying, God. And Clive kind of going, oh, how's it going? And I was like, well... It's fine. I don't know what I'm going to say, but it's fine. And then towards the end of the week, I, I thankfully felt like God said three things to me. So however long that takes, these are the three things that I felt like God wanted to say to us this morning through this passage. And they are, one, remember what you were saved from. Remember who saved you and remember how you were saved. Um. And the thing I love about that is that ultimately that's the gospel message, isn't it? The very message that we're called to recognise and to share with others, share with the whole world, what our lives were like before and who it was that came and saved us, God came and saved us from that life. And, um, and this is dangerous because this isn't in my notes. Um, I just want to say to you this morning, if you're here, and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, please just open your hearts this morning, because I feel like this can easily be a moment where you go, oh, someone's just going to stand up there and preach now and just think about something else. But I feel like the gospel <coughs> message is that life without Jesus is 
a mess and without real hope and that Jesus brings hope to a lost and hurting world. And so when we look at what we were saved from, the reality is we were saved from death. We were dead in our sins, spiritually dead. And you might think that that language is a little bit dramatic, um, but that's what the Bible says. And dead people are unable to help themselves or fix their situation. And the same is true for those living without God. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. And in case you think that's not you, well, I haven't really sinned very much. Just to be clear, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And again, the Bible says we're born into sin. And I remember before as a Christian thinking, well, are we though? That seems a bit harsh. And, um, and now that I'm a Christian, but more importantly, now that I've got kids, I realise that that's true. Because actually, our kids just, one of them is here, by the way, so I'm being a bit more, and she's like, I can feel the death stare in the side of my head. <laughs> it is, but that doesn't mean it's not true. And so, you know, when they're really small and they do something, they know they shouldn't do it. And then they don't always tell the truth about whether they've done it or not. <laughs> and you realise that actually there's something inherently in us that we're born into sin. And just as a corpse can't revive itself to life, neither can an unbeliever revive his or her own spirit into new life. And um, I was thinking Clive was going to come up and share this one, and he didn't, but... Um, Clive and I used to give our testimony a lot. He was going to come. He actually still does it all the time. I'm a bit rubbish these days. but um, And that's what he was going to share this morning. But we used to give our testimony a lot on Alpha, uh, the churches, the outreach events. And um, it was such a great thing to do because, yes, it's great to share with other people. But every time I did it, it reminded me what my life looked like before I knew Jesus. And now that I don't do it so much anymore, and now that I've been a Christian for quite a long time, I find that I don't think about it so much. I don't spend so much time thinking about what my life looked like. And I don't know if that's true for you, but actually it's important to look back sometimes, I think. And I look back at that life that I had and realise that I was seeking happiness and fulfilment in all the wrong places. And that actually... Really, my life lacked meaning and purpose. If you'd have asked me at the time, I wouldn't have said that was the case. But I was just going through life, doing what, what you do when you're in the world. There was no real purpose to that. And it was just about me doing things that I thought would make me happy. And generally didn't. And again, without, without real hope. But you know what? Even in all that, I wasn't looking for Jesus. I didn't want to be a Christ follower. I say I wasn't looking for Jesus more than that. I was actively not looking for Jesus, not interested at all. And I, and when I think about that stage, I remember, um, I remember some of our friends coming out. Well, they weren't my friends at the time. So they're our friends from Canada, um, Mike and Robbie, uh, who actually were involved in leading Clive to Christ. So I didn't really like them very much. 
And um, that was where it, where it was at when they came over to visit us. And um, I remember being in a bookshop somewhere and one of them talking to me about trying to reason with me from the Bible and me just saying, but I don't care because I don't believe the Bible. And that's where my heart was. And so I was definitely dead in my sins. I was busy following the ways of the world. I wasn't interested in finding out about Jesus. Certainly wasn't interested. So I couldn't save myself, but I didn't even want to be saved. I wasn't even interested in being saved. And so to talk about God lifting us out of uh, us being dead and him making us alive, that was so true for me. He lifts us out of the slimy pit and places our feet on a rock. That's what the scripture says. I didn't deserve it. I hadn't asked for it. But God had already chosen me. Dead in my, even when we were dead in our transgressions and sin, God makes us alive in Christ. Which leads us nicely on to remember who saved you. And it sounds a bit geeky, but I love the language of this passage because it's all about what God has done. And so often, and again, I could just be talking for me now, we make it about ourselves. And even sometimes we can talk about that and say, oh, I've decided to become a Christian. And um, actually, God chose us. He made us alive with Christ even when we were dead. He raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Why? Well, Ephesians 1.4 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. God didn't just choose us in that moment, but before the creation of the whole world. That blows my mind. My other daughter, who's gone out, she does this thing at the moment. So she's only eight. She just, she just stops and goes, mind blown. She doesn't know where she's got it from, why she does it. When I was doing this, it just made me feel like that. It's like, God chose me before the creation of the whole world. It wasn't an accident. And, there, and for me, that means there's no avoiding it. So while I was busy going, I'm not doing that. God was going, we'll see. Um, and obviously, I didn't do so, so well in resisting that. Um, but he chose us. And I am someone who struggles massively with feeling good enough in all different areas of my life. And I could list them, but it would take too long. We don't have that long. Um, but God chose me because of his great love for me, not because I did it. Not because I could merit that or warrant that. But he chose me because of his great love for me. And these scriptures are such a valuable reminder of who we are and how God sees us. A constant reminder to me that I am enough because I am in Christ. And that you are enough because you are in Christ. It's not because of your job or your parenting skills, or how you serve others, or even how you serve God. 
It's because you are in Christ. And sometimes that last one is my sticking point. Because I kind of go, well, if I'm serving God, God will be really pleased with me. And that will be great. And so someone asks me, can you help this? I go, yeah, I'll help with that. And I help with this. And I don't really have time, but I help with that as well. But actually, because you are in Christ, you are enough. And then, um, there's these song lyrics from a song called Gyra by Elevation Worship that I love. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing. No one needs to hear that. It says this, I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. And for some of you, I feel like that's what God wants you to hear today from this message, that you will never be more loved than you are right now. There's nothing else that you could go away and do today that will make God love you more than he does right now. And you might be sat there thinking, yeah, but you don't know what's going on in my life. You don't know what I said to someone yesterday. You don't know what I did. You don't know the sin that I'm living in. God will still say to you, you will never be more loved than you are right now. That's our God. I've lost my space. Here we go. It's all about him and what he's done, not by our works so that no one can boast. And again, that ties into the final thing that I feel like God would remind us of today, and that is remember how you were saved. You were saved by grace. What does that even mean? I feel like I hear that so much. And as I was writing this, I was going, oh, I'm aware that when people say it to me, I go, yes, I'm saved by grace, and it's a thing. But actually, it means it's being saved in a way that is totally free, undeserved, and a generous gift from God. And most of us know that, but it's a hard one to digest. But you know what? We didn't earn our salvation, which would suggest we can't unearn it. Why did God make us alive when we were dead? Because of his great love for us. And because he is rich in mercy. Because of who he is, not because of who we are, what we've done or what we haven't done. 2 Timothy 1.9 says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. It is a gift from God, one that we definitely don't deserve. What we actually deserve is back to the start, death. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus' And I wrote down this quote from Joyce Mayer, which I really like, which says, God's grace is amazing. We're saved by grace, God's undeserved favour. And we live by grace, which is also God's power in our lives to do what we could never do in our own strength. And it's all because God is love, and he loves us unconditionally, constantly, and completely. 
unconditionally, constantly, and completely. And because of this love, God never just does the bare minimum. He didn't just lift us out of the pit. He didn't just save us from our old way of living. He raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. That's our God. Our God who can and does do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. And so in practical terms, I guess my question for us all today is, are we walking through life with spiritual amnesia? Have you forgotten what your life was like before you knew Jesus? Have you forgotten who it was that came along and saved you and how he did that? Have we forgotten how different our life is now that Jesus is our firm foundation? And I felt challenged by that when I was writing this because I was like, yes, yes, yes. I forget because this is my life now. But I forget what my life was and what my life could be. And on those times where I question everything, which is quite often, actually, what does life look like? Without Jesus, empty and hopeless is normally the conclusion I come to. Do we really spend enough time meditating on these truths? So my final round, final roundup for today is called "Remember, Remember, Remember," and it's nothing to do with the fifth of November. So first, remember what you were saved from. Because it reminds us and causes us to give thanks and to worship. Remember who saved you. Because God deserves all the glory. And remember how you were saved. Because then you remember that you can't earn salvation or God's favour. It is grace. It is a free gift. 